could buy a house on memory lane. I'd put my money down and I'd sign my name on that little corner lot where it don't ever rain. We'd stay good as new, like a fresh corner paint. You'd be mine. Welcome back, everyone. Al and uh, AJ here in our Dallas. You call me Adam. Uh, call me Adam. AJ. Yeah. Dallas, Texas this yeah. morning. Uh, we got two superstars, Hall of Famers, uh, at least uh, this morning. Uh, legendary, uh, our friend Annika Sorenstam from the world of golf. She joins us along with another Hall of Famer from the American Medical Association, <laughs> doc, frontline doctor, our dear friend down in Southern California. Yeah. yeah. Uh, doctor. Hey, <laughs> hey doc, doc what, a, what an introduction. You are now a Hall of Famer like Annika Sorenstam. How you doing? I love it. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're Never good. been better, thank God. We're all cured after especially having you on the air with us all week long. For all of our listeners, uh, let's set the tone real quick. Firstly, uh, for Dr. Jeffrey Barkey, uh, you go to his website directly, which is rx4liberty.com, rxforliberty.com, and uh, meet dr barkey and you'll just learn about why we love him so much uh true american patriot and you know before there's a lot of things he's a dear friend of youtube isn't he of who oh yeah right jeez (laughs) youtube um you know let me ask you a question there's a lot to cover today but first things first i gotta ask you a question you know is there a cure out there for cancer and uh, I mean, let's be honest. Is there something out there? Like, you know, I was talking to my buddy the other day, and I'm like, you think there's a cure out there, and they're just trying to just make more money by just treating the disease? Or or is this just gossip? Is this rumors? You know, I wanted to get down to the nitty-gritty here and ask someone who, you know, is a patriot, who's a phenomenal uh, physician. But what's your opinion on this? Well, there's no question that cancer is a billion-dollar industry, if not more. Uh, there's no question about it. And we all know people that have had cancer and have gone through traditional treatment with chemotherapy and radiation and surgery and so forth. And it's a, it's a very arduous process. Um, I don't think there is a bullet cure out there, a single cure that somebody could just take that some agency or pharmaceutical company is hiding from us. But what I do think is that as a result of the terrible nutrition over the last 50 or even 100 years, as a result of changes to the agriculture industry um, and advertising, uh, America has become incredibly unhealthy. I mean, don't take my word for it. Next time you're at the mall, just sit there for a minute and look around and see who comes walking by. When you're watching TV, especially the sports shows, look at what food advertisement is brought forward as, as if somehow it's healthy. I see it in my practice all the time. So I think the key to cancer, first of all, ideally is preventing it and preventing it by eating really clean, making sure that you're taking supplements um, that are directed and specific and personalized for you, drinking purified water, not tap water, trying to detoxify your life as much as possible because, listen, we're coming in contact with toxins every single day from the air that we breathe to the water that comes out of our tap to the chemicals that we're exposed to in our agriculture, et cetera. And I think that's very unhealthy. And I think that's why we're seeing cancer rise because we're not taking very good care of ourselves. So if we take good care of ourselves, 
I think the likelihood of us getting cancer will be reduced. And if you get cancer, listen, I, I don't have cancer and I hope I never do. And I hope I'm never presented with a decision to go traditional or some alternative treatment. But I think if I did have cancer, I would call up my local naturopath or functional medicine doctor, and I might choose to do a traditional cancer treatment, but I would definitely choose to supplement that with alternative treatment and supplements and so forth to try to maximize my ability to recover. Okay. So cancer sucks. There's no question about it. Yeah. But in part, it's because we haven't been taking care of ourselves and we need to take control individually of our own health and not rely on government agencies and healthcare agencies to do that for us. Brilliant. I'd like to see the doctor uh, debate or have a nice chat. Uh, maybe we can arrange it because uh, with the elections coming up, there's lots of debates. I'd like to get a representative on from Pfizer. <laughs> It's on oh, my mind. Jeez, I'd I like love to have it. a good chat with them. But by, by the way, you can Let's find you could find uh, Dr. Barkey on uh, social media RX for Liberty. Check them all out. I want to continue the conversation you were talking about. Obviously, you know, leading a a healthy lifestyle. So let's get into that a little bit here because you know, right now it's springtime. Allergies are rolling through. You know. Everywhere, I, I feel like if I'm in Texas or I'm different parts of the uh, of the state or I'm traveling, you're, you're just, you know, the difference in weather, I think, has an effect maybe. But, you know, allergies are pretty strong right now. So that being said, how do we limit allergies? And, uh, you know, educate me a little bit. I mean, I have a feeling it's it's very similar to what we eat and what we do and what we take and all that good stuff. But. Sure. Well, I, ideally, we know what we're allergic to and we can avoid it, but that's not always possible. But for an allergy to affect our body, um, like pollen, grass, and so forth, it needs to get into our nose, into our mucous membranes in our throat, sit there for a while, create a histamine response in our body, and ultimately we have the typical allergic reaction, stuffy nose, sneezing, itching, watery eyes, and so forth. So if you do nothing but rinse out the inside of your nose with a dilute hydrogen peroxide solution, or just saline, mm. snort it up, spit it out, do that a couple, three times a day, especially during allergy season, yeah. you'll wash out those allergens and give them less time to affect you. Then there are a variety of, of course, antihistamines that you can use in the form of nose sprays or pills that can be enormously helpful as well. And then eating clean, of course, plays a role. You know, unfortunately, most of us are dehydrated. <clears throat> and I had a 86 year old man in yesterday who said he wasn't feeling good. He was feeling fatigued and a little depressed and so forth. Yeah. We, we reviewed his water consumption and he was easily 10 to 15% dehydrated. Mm. The brain is made up of about 60% water. Even a 1% decline, a 1% dehydration can cause depression, anxiety, fatigue, uh, and overall not make us feel good. Mm. So you got to get hydrated. That's probably the single most important thing. And then, boy, I'll tell you, stress is everywhere, and I don't have a pill or a supplement to fix stress. We need to learn how to better cope. We need to meditate. We need to pray. Uh, we need to take things a little bit lighter. Maybe we need to play a little more golf and be outdoors more. But we've got to dial down our stress if we want to have a fighting chance. Well, if you're Al Godfrey, golf might actually stress you out even more. Um, <laughs> you know, um, it's interesting, though, like I'll even hear my wife. She'll be like, I'm just stressed out. 
and she thinks that's the cause of her getting sick or something. And, you know, I try to roll, I roll my eyes, but maybe she's got something there. I don't know. But Well, stress is important and it directly correlates with disease and there's no way to make up for it. You can't run your way out of stress. You can't take a pill with stress. Yeah. Stress, I think, is, is a link to cancer as well. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you can control your stress, if you can eat clean and drink plenty of purified water, you are way ahead of the game. Can you overhydrate yourself? Not really. I mean, technically, you can drink too much water. There are conditions uh, for doing that. Uh, but if you have healthy kidneys, you're going to pee out what you don't need. So you're not really going to overhydrate yourself, especially if you are drinking purified water, not tap water. Okay. You know, uh, a couple things that came up, and uh, I think it's interesting, and I'd love to get your take on this. This is the first time we haven't talked about the big C in a while. But um, I want to ask you about, you know, the weather and if it's a myth. You know, people talk about, well, you know, you get sick, it's too cold outside, put a jacket on, or it's raining, what are you doing? Don't, you know, go back inside. Does Mother Nature really have an effect on getting sick, whether it's a flu or a cold, or is it really just about germs? Well, listen, weather plays a role, there's no question about it, but you don't get sick because you're cold. Okay. But what happens during the winter is we tend to gather together more indoor activity. We're outside less, less sunshine, less fresh air. Hmm. And as a result of that, our exposure goes up. Okay. Certainly in the extremes of temperature, that can cause problems. So during the summer, especially if you live in Texas, it can get awfully hot there. And as a result, you can get dehydrated. If you're older, you don't have that same sense of becoming thirsty. So you need to be extraordinarily care careful if you're old and in the hot weather. So at the extremes, weather can play a role, but mostly it's about gathering indoors during the cold winter and being exposed to more people. Hmm. I don't know if you were uh, following any of the uh, recent uh, CDC director and what he's talking about lately. Uh, he was asked questions uh, about basically if he was in the know when it came to certain things that happened, the leak of uh, the lab in China yeah. that just happened this week. And he almost basically said, well, <laughs> he, he almost threw his hands up and wanted to admit it. But he basically said, well, I've, I've been out of those conversations, but pretty interesting how things are starting to kind of develop here. There, it, the, It's coming out. Truth is coming out slowly, but surely. I don't know why it's taken so long, but, um, you know, this is, is it, is it, is it ever going to go away? I don't know. Listen, they say sunshine is the best disinfectant. And as we see more and more evidence being released by the new Republican Congress, I think uh, we are starting to see things that we believed we knew early on. Yeah. And now those informationals are uh, confirming it. And especially with Elon Musk's release of a lot of the Twitter files that we're realizing the government played a significant role in the suppression of mm -hmm. the distribution of freedom of speech and free information. I know my speech was suppressed. I mean, heck, even when we uh, recorded uh, last week and you tried to post this on YouTube, they yep. took it down. We didn't really say anything that controversial. No. We were talking about early treatment for COVID-19 and this, that, and the other. But somehow we're still today not allowed to talk about those things. Pharmacies, the major brand pharmacies still today refuse to dispense some of those repurposed medications 
such as hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. They still refuse to do that, even though they're both approved, but we're using them off-label and, and somehow they think that uh, they know best what's what's right for patients and they interfere and get in between that doctor-patient relationship. It's just crazy. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. But you know that's you know that's the thing though. It's like uh, we're we're it's 2023 right now, and it seems like the country needs something like this so they could eventually figure out ways to make more money. Um, it gets down to that. It's it's all about the money, unfortunately, and it's sad because people's lives are being taken from them, or just you know they're it's just it's not good. It's creating illness, and now as we've talked about in the past. Now, who knows what kind of, you know, ailments will be developed from these therapeutics that people have taken, unfortunately. And I know you're dealing with a lot of that, um, whether it's kids or even older people, but it's sad. Yeah, it really is. Um, I think there's a clean path forward. More and more people are starting to look for their own health information, taking control of their own health. It's sort of like education where we've seen something like a 30 percent rise in uh, parents who are homeschooling their kids yeah. and an, an abandonment of government education. Similarly, in healthcare, patients are now questioning who they who they go to, who they get advice to, mm-hmm. and I think that's I think that's important. Um, they no longer trust necessarily the doctor that they've been going to that now is pushing vaccines and required them to wear masks. So they're looking for alternatives, and I welcome that. There's a lot of information out there. Um, I try to provide some of that on my. Instagram account at Rx for Liberty, where I record a daily morning message, a holistic health message uh, about ways that you can take care of yourself. So I hope you'll follow me, interact with me, and together we'll be on this journey of learning about optimal health. Last uh, question before we let you go uh, for this week. You know, unfortunately, there's just not enough Dr. Barkeys out there, you know, to give you not only the knowledge make your own decision but at the end of the day we need doctors like you that really lay it all out you've done your research you get it you've questioned it but my question to you is how how difficult is it right now to practice medicine doc knowing that you're in california and all of these stipulations and i mean i don't even know you could technically get in trouble being on our show right now because you're going against the narrative I could. It is difficult, especially in California. And by the way, I also have a license to practice in Texas. But if your listeners are interested, what I started doing, my physical practice is closed to new patients, but I am now opening up a consultation telehealth service. And you can access that through my Instagram account, Rx for Liberty, so I can reach more people, teach them about optimal health and nutrition, talk about supplements when appropriate, and, and ultimately be a coach and a guide to them for how they can take care of themselves. Well, that makes it easier. Doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Absolutely amazing. Hey doc, thanks so much again, reminding all of our listeners, RX for Liberty, go to the website as well as find Dr. Barkey on Instagram, you name it, RX for Liberty. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Have a good week, Doc. Thanks. You too. My life is like parties over.